Hey y'all, and welcome back to the Loving Myself podcast with your host, Maggie Abitanto. So, today's podcast, after that two minute long introduction about microphones, today I'm going to be talking about anxiety, how I handle my anxiety. I got the inspiration from a TikTok I made last night where I talked about my home remedies for anxiety, and I was like, you know what, my anxiety like journey has been an interesting one. So why don't we talk about it? Because again, part of this podcast too is to talk about mental health and things that I am passionate about and obviously mental health is number one on that list. So talking about my experiences, hoping that I can get to somebody and connect with them and benefit them in a positive way. So to kind of talk you through the story, I think it's good to start from my past to now and then fill in the gaps as to what helped me and how I managed throughout that time. So we're going to start with high school. High school, I did not understand the concept of therapy. Mental health was not a word in my dictionary. Um, granted, I think everyone else was kind of on the same page. Back then, therapy was like, you, like there was such a stigma around it. Um, that stigma has definitely gone away, in my opinion. Therapy is like the best thing anyone could do for themselves. Um, but back then I had no idea, but I would be seeing like my school counselor all the time. And I'm like, oh, what? Like I can't, I don't go to therapy. Um, babe, you're literally sitting with your school counselor like every single day, babe. That's like basically therapy. I was like really like for a 14, 18 year old, I was, I really went through it. People had a lot of things to say about me growing up. Literally, I remember, I thought about this today in the car, and it literally irked me so bad. Literally, day, two days before high school started for me, before freshman year started, people were calling me mean names already. I was 14 years old. I did not even start high school yet, and seniors, juniors, sophomores had something to say about me. They didn't even meet me yet. I was like, what? I just remember crying at cheer practice. I was like, what, what? I don't understand. They don't even know me. Like, I don't understand. This is a root cause of many problems, sister. Um, and I just want to preface that a, the, a lot of reasons why I feel like people didn't like who I was back then or even now is because they may think I'm like loud or annoying or whatever. I'm also not those things. I'm just outgoing and energetic and people have an issue with it. Um, And if you do, you know, that's your own thing. You know, we just won't work out. But don't bring me down um, because it won't bring you up. Going back, definitely went through the ringer. Um, I wasn't just bullied for who I was as a person um, and like my characteristics as a whole um, in the sense of my personality, but in the sense of me physically got bullied for my weight throughout high school. That was a harsh one. Um, I still talk about it to this day because it's like, how can people be that mean um, to a girl who was like 16 years old? So a lot of these like deep-rooted issues have an impact on your mental health 100%. But back then, I had no idea about that. So I'm just going through these things and I'm just like, oh, the trials and tribulations of high school, you know, like people calling me pregnant um, because my stomach looked bigger on a bad day. Um, 
saying I was loud and annoying or I was bad words that I don't want to say on this podcast. Things like that have such an impact and I think people who say those things don't really know that when you're in middle school, high school or whatever. So high school, I had no idea. And I also coped in all the wrong ways, which doesn't have a positive impact either. So going out all the time and drinking or smoking, and I don't condone those things at a young age. That's literally like the only way I could cope back then. And again, like you're not taught, especially back then when mental health wasn't a topic of discussion, it wasn't taught how should you be coping with people literally tearing you down every single day of your life. There's no handbook for that back then. And I say back then, like that was like, honestly, it might be 10 years ago, about eight, maybe eight years ago. I don't even know. Um, oh my God, it, it was almost 10 years ago. That was pretty much high school for me. Very exciting time, obviously, if you couldn't tell. Moving into freshman year of college, this was a pivotal year for me in the sense that I finally understood what mental health was and was like, wow, hmm, I think I got something. And I remember that moment so clearly. So I obviously have been coping in the wrong ways for years now. And it's finally caught up to me. Um, And I remember having a pivotal moment where I looked in the mirror one day freshman year and I did not recognize myself. I didn't recognize myself physically, mentally. Anyway, I was like, I've turned into this ugly person on the inside out. Like, how did I let myself get that way? Because if you knew that 14-year-old girl, freshman year of high school, she was a completely different person. She was a ball of light. She was energetic and happy smiley like like I can't believe that I let myself listen to people who had no idea about who like had no clue who I was let their opinions on me have an effect on who I was as a person and changed me to a point where I was unrecognizable that is mind-blowing to me um and crazy that I had to go through that so young and honestly I am not the only person out there that had those issues like this is like issues for a lot of people and it it might not even be high school it could be middle school it could be elementary school it could be college it could be in the work workforce now like no one should have to go through that to get to the point where they don't recognize themselves because of other people's opinions devastating so this moment for me was as I talked about in my first podcast, this is rock bottom number one. I was like, how am I going to get myself back up and running? This is crazy. And this was kind of the moment where I realized, okay, I think I have some sort of mental illness. Mental illness is real and I have it. I went to a school counselor and just kind of talked about things, but I didn't really like my experience with a school counselor. And that's, I'm honestly, um, it was just that moment because I did go to a school counselor my senior year of college and I loved it. So I think it just depends on who you go to. I just kind of wanted to start something because I was still in school. I didn't want to commit to a therapist. 
and then have to go home and figure that out. And this is, mind you, before COVID. So everything was like in person. There was no like virtual world back then. Um, Maybe some telehealth, but nothing crazy. I did a lot of stuff in the gym and the gym actually helped me a lot more than what I thought. Um, my biggest thing was like, I didn't like the way I looked physically. I really let myself go because I was so hurt and coping in all the wrong ways that does not have a good effect on your body. So I went to the gym all the time. I was doing everything and I, I loved it. It was like an outlet for me. But the downside was when I was going home, I literally could not be left alone for more than 15 minutes without letting my mind go crazy. And when I say go crazy, I mean overthinking every single minuscule detail in my life to the point where I am hysterical and when this started happening to me freshman year I was like I I just can't be left alone like I need something I need to talk to somebody all the time until I can exhaust myself and pass out so I would actually go over to my friend Cole's house every single night on winter break when I was off of school and I stayed over his house every single night and honestly I'm so grateful for that because if he did not let me do that I would have literally lost my mind. So being able to hang out with him and have somebody to talk to and literally until I fell asleep brought me a lot more peace than staying at home. Let's fast forward a little bit to sophomore year um, when I finally started getting into therapy. I got into therapy because I realized it got to a point in my mental health where talking to my friends, um, surrounding myself with people all the time, uh, trying to talk about my mental health like people just like I feel like nobody understood what I was going through and if I even talked to my friends about it like I feel like they still wouldn't get it um, which is completely understandable because they're not in, they don't live in my mind they don't know what I'm thinking so I was like I think it might be best to talk to somebody who is professional um, who can have this insight that you know I don't know about and maybe help me decipher where this is all coming from. And I went to therapy and I, thank God, I love this girl. Um, we had, a, I had a great experience with her. It was in person. I prefer in-person therapy. And this was before COVID too. Um, this was like 2019. So I, I absolutely loved it. Um, I started going, I think twice a week. We had a lot to unpack. Um, I will never forget my first session. In your first session of therapy, you kind of go through your entire life starting from like your parents and their parents and how they were raised to you as a baby how you were raised your siblings you talk about all your friends they get the whole backstory because all these things kind of play a part in your mental health uh you talk about your experiences in elementary school middle school high school and so forth depending on what age you're going and i remember at the end of the session I think it was just like extremely validating for me because I've never heard somebody say it and I just kind of kept it to myself this whole time like like all this stuff that I've been going through she put her pen and her paper down she was like Maggie you have a lot of trauma and I was like hmm, that felt really good to hear because now I don't feel crazy um and granted this was just <laughs> this was just freshman year of college or sophomore year like wow <laughs> so many so many things you can go through within a couple of years right um but I remember her saying that and just being like like I feel heard by this woman she gets it 
and I was like I knew I was gonna stick with her and I had such a phenomenal experience like just being able to talk about how you're feeling even though you might think like like what is there to talk about like we're just gonna talk about my past this whole time no like it starts out like that but then each other session that you're talking you talk about like what you did that week and how your reactions to certain things throughout different interactions can relate back to this moment in your life or this relationship in your life so it was very interesting and I actually learned a lot from it too uh, to the point where you know even now I'm not currently in therapy but I still use the techniques and things she's taught me back then now in my everyday life um, and it's really helpful um, just having that background and knowledge is is great doing exact same bad things I was doing before my in high school and freshman year I'm gonna fast forward to now because I feel like it's kind of repetitive right I talk about this in that first podcast my mental health journey so you guys are kind of already familiar with the story and how it goes um, so I don't want to keep repeating that And the point of this episode is to kind of talk you through, you know, mental health is real. It exists. Things in your life can really have an impact on that, on your mental health. And it's important to keep that in mind. And how can you get yourself out of it? And how can you make yourself feel better? So, obviously, it's very easy to cope in bad ways. Um, It's literally the easiest way. No one wants to put in the work right away when they're at their lowest so that's why a lot of people turn towards drugs and alcohol it's so easy to do that um and being in the position where I've had to completely transform myself twice in a span of four years um I can confidently say it's very easy to turn to those things um so I don't don't like to judge people that do it because you know, I've been there and I understand why. It is very hard to look in the mirror and recognize you're not at a good point in your life and you need to make the change um, because no one wants to do that. No one wants to tell themselves, okay, we are at a terrible spot. Putting in the work towards yourself is something that even though it's hard work and even though it takes a good amount of time, it is so worth it because once you get to the other side of it, you realize how worth it it was therapy I highly recommend it if you're really going through it but I recommend therapy for everybody because it's just great to talk to somebody who's a professional they're a professional in this industry they have an unbiased opinion if you're talking to your friends about stuff they're obviously going to be in favor of you because they're your friends going to the gym working out physically super important and I think it gets looked over a lot because a lot of people just associate with oh like you're just going to the gym to like look good but there's so many like mental benefits to it, um, motivation, um, even those like little baby steps. Like I know you don't see change overnight, but once you start seeing change, it gets like addictive. Like you just want to keep going to the gym and it's a great feeling because it's a great coping mechanism. It's healthy. You're going to the gym, like you're working out and keeping yourself active. Like what a great, um, coping mechanism. Now, something more recently I wanted to talk about um, is more like herbal remedies. And I literally, I made a TikTok about it, I know. Um, And I talked about it earlier in the podcast. But I started having some really bad anxiety recently within this last year. Um, Or I don't want to say this last, actually, 
you know what it was this last year for a lot of different reasons um so we don't have to go into it but more recently it's been medical anxiety and I don't know where that came about but it's here and I was like kind of spinning in circles the past couple of weeks so I um wanted to figure out ways to kind of cope with that besides what I was already doing you know going to the gym understanding like how I was feeling talking it through um so I started drinking like chamomile tea before bed which really really helps which reminds me I need to drink it right now um and then also I got these like they're called uh oh my god wait I need to grab them because I can't talk about them without telling you the name rescue pastilles by batch or botch not sure but um they they taste really good for one um they're not really like soft but they're like semi-soft and they help with stress and anxiety don't know if they're a placebo but it works so the chamomile tea the little candy combo and then there's different essential oils that if you use them properly like just smelling them you just have to smell them um they help calm you down so I've kind of been using those to um kind of just relax myself before bed because I can really work myself up before I'm going to sleep you know and I think that goes for a lot of people too when you're on your phone when you're watching tv immersed in technology constantly looking at social media your mind will just spin um it's probably also a really good idea to disconnect before bed so you don't let yourself spin um, or overthink. But I, I've i also been in both situations where I'll disconnect and I'll just, you know, sit and relax for the last hour before bed. And all I can do is get my mind to spin. So trying those remedies also would really help to um, just help yourself go to sleep. I always said, I was like, I would never, like essential oils don't do anything um, here I am with literally 20 next to my bedside table. So, you know, don't knock it till you try it. Ain't that the motto. Thank you guys for listening again to today's podcast. I am just so grateful with how the podcast has been doing and growing. Um, when I started this, I did not care about the growth of it or how it was doing or running I really just wanted to get my voice out there and I'm really happy that I have the opportunity to do so I feel like I say this every podcast but I'm really grateful so thank you guys so much for listening and tune in next week for another episode